I'm Bobby Navia. And I'm Dorian Weinzimmer. Welcome to another episode of The Couch, everybody. Episode 62. 60 fucking 2. 62. The road to 100 continues. It does. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm pretty, I'm like excited to talk about this trailer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, you know, we're dispensing with the pleasantries. Yeah. None of this tangential bullshit we usually no, start with. No, because it's not only just the trailer. We have a, we have an actor to speak about. Yeah, as there's well. a lot. There's a lot. kind of unpack here. Yeah, there yeah. is. Uh, so this week, the trailer we're reviewing is the trailer to Angel Has Fallen, the fucking third installment yeah. of the Has Some, Fallen trilogy, which, yes, copyright, which Bobby Navi, Dorian Wines, Ember the Couch. Yeah, there was, uh, <laughs> let's see, Has Fallen 1, Yes, uh, Has <laughs> Fallen 2, and now we have Has Fallen 3. Yes. But the first one that fell was Olympus. Olympus. Olympus fell. I, be, I believe it was, has fallen one colon Olympus. Mm. Uh, and then the second one was uh, was when London took a spill. It did. Yeah. So London went down. Pretty hard. And has fallen too. Yes. And then now Angel is going to go down, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, which is now a code name for a person. Olympus was uh, the White House. The White House. That's the code for the White House. Is right. Olympus. London is code for London. Um, yeah, tricky one, but yeah. if you think about it, it makes sense. Uh, and then Angel, uh, in a stunning act of egotism, is Gerard Butler. Yeah. It's not a place anymore. It's the most important. We've built to number three. Yeah. You know, we're now sort of at the climax. Of not just you know uh, of the series mm-hmm. as it were, and it's no longer a place. And we haven't we haven't escalated in terms of going from like you know a single location to an entire city, right? Uh, to what you might think like a whole country or something after that, yeah, or at least like a I don't know like a county or something like that, mm-hmm. something a little bit larger than just one you know township. Uh, but uh, but no no, they're going bigger by taking. Somebody who embodies something much more than a single building or city ever could. They're going after the man. This We're, of course, talking about Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Yeah. Jerry Butler. Um, all right. As the third installment, if none of you know what series we're talking about. Uh, oh, which how lucky, could you, lucky how, bastards. <laughs> if you're uh, unaware of these movies. The, I'm um, sorry. What do you call it? Gerard Butler plays a Secret Service agent named Mike Banning. Have you ever seen any of these movies? Nope. No. Nope. I've seen like I Man. saw like a couple little clips. Clips. You know, like uh, or just like on TV. Other trailers or whatever. You know, yeah, I've seen all the trailers because the they're yep. definitely this is a series I have I have definitely kept up to speed with the trailer <laughs> releases because I'm just still fascinated by like wow they're still making these. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting because, like, so he plays uh, a Secret Service agent that uh, in the first movie, in Olympus Has Fallen, uh, he is um, part of a motorcade that's uh, taking the president from, like, Camp David, and it's, like, very, like, snowy, mm-hmm. and they get in a car accident, and he saves the president, but they don't have enough time to save the president's wife, so the first lady dies, mm. and then he's, uh, you know, a couple months or whatever later, and so he's been taken off the detail because of you know, guilt and, you know, character development. Yeah. And so um, then I forget if it's like the Koreans or whatever. They basically invade America. Fuck. And take over, you know. That's like the one country you can still make the enemy in <laughs> movies is North Korea. It's like the one they just country that's left. Take it over. Yeah. Uh, you know. Unless and, China gets mad. Right. Yeah. And uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's 
in the first one. Melissa Leo is in the first one. Angela Bassett is in the first one. Robert mm-hmm. Forster is in the first one. I forget who else. And they are kind of peppered out through one and two. But uh, Morgan Freeman is Speaker of the House. And so, um, obviously, if the president dies, like, he's, you know, next in line. Because I do think they kill the, the vice. I'm vice. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they do think they kill him. But anyways, Mike Banning gets into the White House somehow and basically fights, fights his way, you know, raid style mm-hmm. through the White House to get to the president and Sick. save him, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, Dermot. Wait, who's the guy from uh, Dermot? Not Dermot Mul- Mulrooney. Dermot. Yeah. Uh, he was on American Horror Story. Dylan McDermott? Dylan McDermott. Yeah. He's um, part of the American security that, like, the Koreans have mm-hmm. when they get to the States. But he was once a former, like, Secret Service agent. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, private security now. Um, but he's in on, like, the whole taking over of the White House as well. So oh, shit. we have a bit of American and American action as well Uh-oh. in this movie. Damn, they turn it Ameri- homegrown terrorists. Yeah, so worst. Um, that movie ends with, you know, president being saved, Mike Banning's back on the detail. And then number two, like, the prime minister pass like, London uh, dies, so all of the leaders are going to London, and it's the uh, the villain in it is the guy who plays uh, Dr. Leonard Pavel from Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's that guy. <laughs> uh, he's the villain in number two in gotcha. London Has Fallen. Okay. And uh, I think they have some sort of like prologue to his story where it was a wedding or something that uh, uh, intelligence thought that he was going to be at this place, but he ended up not being there and a bunch of his family got taken out in like a drone strike. Mm -hmm. So this is his now revenge Mm. uh, on the, on all the leaders of the world is that he systematically takes out every single world leader Mm. uh, in London. And the only one that's still alive is the president, the U S president because Mike Banning's on the case. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's fucking them all up. Yeah, because he's got a fucking American who's not American protecting him. <laughs> yeah, and their big thing is just to want to kidnap the president and uh, stream it live across the world of his execution. Nice. That's it. Yeah, that's all it is. I mean, that's that's must see TV. Yeah, yeah, it is appointment television, if you will. Um, so that's the plot to the second one, mm-hmm. and now the third one, Mike Banning's in the crosshairs. Yep. I thought while I was He's watching... He's being set up. He is being set up. Being fucking framed. I want to know if they're actually going after the president this time, too, but they're just like, this is like a diversion. Yeah. Like, the trailer's like, we're going to make you think that we're going after Mike Banning, but really... He's got to save himself and the president. Yeah. I Would, think they're trying to get him out of the way. Yes. So that then they can successfully, because they've been like, hey, I've seen the first two movies. <laughs> you know, this guy usually, historically, you know, has a pretty high success rate of thwarting these kind of efforts. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a red box at, you know, next to some black ops people's oh, yeah. houses, you know. For sure. They're like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what they did? You know what movie they did rent? Okay, like, hey, let's do our research. Guys. They rented White House Down with Channing Tatum sure. and Jamie Foxx. Because let's be honest, that movie is probably, you know, mm. canon in this universe. Yeah. You know, I like that thought that in right? the Has Fallen universe, White House Down exists. Yes. Yeah. And vice versa. In the White House Down Ooh. universe, Olympus Has Fallen exists. Damn. Yeah. That could actually happen. What if we got Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. in character as their characters from White House Down Okay. doing commentary on Olympus Has Fallen? Ooh. And maybe vice versa but as in well. But this, in this universe, would it be like 
oh, they made a movie about what happened a few years ago to us, Ooh. and they got Jerry Butler to play me. Let's, yeah. You know, like, would it be like that? Because that's what I'm imagining, <laughs> yeah. you know? And then it would just be Jamie Foxx being pissed off because they replaced him with a white guy, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, like, sure. That's Hollywood, you know? They'll, yeah. They'll go ahead and Typical. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um. That would be pretty hilarious. But didn't you? I I remember too when, because Olympus Has Fallen and White House Down both came out very close to each other. I think it was the same year. It was was like within two, three months of each other that it came out. Because Olympus Has Fallen was 2013. Yeah. And I I remember it might have, Olympus Has Fallen, if I remember right, might have been like December of 2013. And then White House Down was like February 2014 or something like that. But. I remember being slightly annoyed by the presence of these movies because White House Down was directed by Roland Emmerich. Yes. Who, as we all know, has spent his entire career devising ways to destroy the White House and reverse engineering movies from that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the guy who did like Independence Day and um, The Day After Tomorrow, and, like just big, you know, sort of epic disaster movies that always have the White House getting destroyed. And so he finally decided to make an entire movie about destroying the White House. (laughs) And these fucking assholes, the filmmakers of Olympus Has Fallen, beat him to market by rushing that thing into production as well. Like, wasn't this movie, I swear, like, they bought this script in, like, March. And the movie was out in December. Uh, So I got the dates here. So Olympus Has Fallen came out March 13th, 2013. Okay. And White House Down was... That same year, June. Okay. Yeah. So three months later. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Yeah. But I remember the whole story about it because Olympus Has Fallen was Antoine Fuqua, right? Yeah. That, that directed was the first it. one. Yeah. Yeah. And it was one of those, they like bought this script that was written on spec and they right. rushed it into production and didn't do any rewrites. They like took the first draft that they bought. And just like went right into production with it. And it was basically to, it seems like an, you know, aggressive maneuver against Roland Emmerich. It felt personal. (laughs) It felt like a studio executive who was like really not happy with Roland Emmerich for some reason. was like, you know what? I can do this. Like, you know, nobody else at this point. and, And I hate too that I have to like sit here and like, a kind of feel bad and be like defend Roland Emmerich because I'm not exactly like an enormous fan of his, but uh, but come on, I mean it's a it's like a running joke. Even people that aren't that into movies know oh, yeah. like he's the guy who destroys the White House. This is the guy you get to do that. And movie. then he find he obviously has this has been his passion project is like a destroy the White House movie. Yeah, and you're just gonna dickishly like obviously his shit was in production known about and you just like rush job. This other movie and beat him to market. It was kind of, yeah, it was a dick move. Watching this third trailer, I thought, like, have we really not in this universe, like, locked down security on the president Mm -hmm. or just anybody in the government? Because, I mean, currently, I kind of wish we hadn't. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yes. But, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Those thoughts notwithstanding. um, But in the movie universe of this series of, you know, the president or somebody, some high ranking official, something always just seems to get through. Yeah. You know, like why are, why are we always the one being duped? Because I guess we wouldn't have a movie, but Mm -hmm. then you'd actually have to come up with something clever and interesting. Right. Well, and the only way to make Gerard Butler a superstar is to make everyone else a completely inept moron. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, it, inevitably, like innately, everyone has to be a moron who exists only to be outsmarted, which is usually how law enforcement is portrayed, or you know, or the Secret Service or whatever in most you know popular fiction. Because again, it's like if any if any one of those people are good at their jobs, then you don't have a movie. You know, so basically right. you just have to make them all bad at their jobs. And then they, you know, if you think about it for a second, you're like, oh, well, you're all morons except this one guy. You know, how did this one fucking dude somehow surpass everybody else, especially when it's Jerry Butt? Yeah. You know, Jerry Butts. Yeah, I'm calling him Jerry Butt. Jerry Butt. Which, wow. Now that I say it out loud, kind of sound, it came together in my head while I was talking and then I said it. And then now it sounds like, I don't know, some sort of like disease soldiers used to get in world war two jerry butt yeah they, they get jerry like butt disease, yeah. yeah i'm gonna go with jb I, I had too much i had too much wiener schnitzel <laughs> i got a bad case of jerry butt jerry butt yeah that sounds about right yeah yeah you don't want none of that jerry so butt. so i mean which i think also makes it just even a more appropriate <laughs> <laughs> do you think gerard butler like i like watching gerard butler but not like how it sounds coming out of my mouth right uh-huh. now. So I, I like I'm and not that not like that in I, a, like in a broader so like you enjoy his presence in the universe so that like at times you can just kind of catch. Yeah, I'm always interested <laughs> in what he's doing. I'll yeah. wa- I'll watch it. I'm I don't think I'll be like there day one or I'm renting it or something. Yeah. But I you're think always kind of casually fishing for Jerry though. Yes, you know the I real. Just, you're not you're not like sitting there holding it. It's in like one of the little you know holders on the side of the boat. But the, oh, yeah. the line is cast. Yeah, and know, every once a in a while, Jerry there's a Jerry bait on there. Every once in a while, there's a oh, Jerry bait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with Jerry bait. <laughs> um, yeah, every once in a while, you know, there's a there's a little tug on it. The nibble, yeah. There's a little nibble, yeah, and I hear it, you know, peripheral. Yeah. I hear it peripherally. And I'm not trying to reel him in, no. but I enjoy seeing him nibble the bait. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That is really good. That's, that's exactly because I feel the same way. Yeah. I'm kind of, you know, clearly, if, you know, <laughs> depending on what you edit out of this episode, I don't this is, have. This is a, how I'm starting it. Don't have a real high opinion. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting it with this entire fishing analogy yeah, right fishing here. It, nice. Yeah. yeah. Fishing for Jerry. Fishing for Jerry. Jerry bait. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> God, Jerry bait and jail bait are kind of the same thing. They, they? are a little bit, a <laughs> little bit. You gotta be careful there. Are you fifteen? <laughs> oh, it's like that scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but he wants to see ID to prove that they're underage. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so, but anyway, but I'm in the same boat as you. Literally, yes. I'm I on like that. I'm on the fishing boat. We're, you know, yeah. I enjoy it. Like I said, I've watched. I've kept an eye out for the trailers to the Has Fallen franchise. Because I'm just like, man, what are they fucking doing next? On this boat, would you consider yourself Roy Scheider, Richard Dreyfus, <laughs> or Robert Shaw? Mm. In terms of your level of, you know, Jerry Bait expertise. Yeah. You know? I'm um I'm Spielberg on the other boat okay. with the camera asking them what they can see okay <laughs> yeah, so, that's good yeah. that's really good i like that yeah. you know that's not even that's actually true that's not even like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's given where that, i'm at given yeah. that you've never watched any of these movies yeah. that's ex- like spot on totally yeah, yeah i'm you know i'm still i'm still one step removed okay you know, I'm, I'm detached here there's there's a um there's a jerry free bit of water yeah. in front of me and the the jerry sighting yeah 
the Jerry Spotters <laughs> over, <laughs> uh, you know, on the on the camera boat, right, uh, or picture boat, I should say. Yeah, yeah. You know. I know I'm not Roy Scheider because I'm not afraid of, I'm not afraid of Jerry. Mm. I'm, you know, he doesn't scare me. Yeah, at all. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> you know, I feel like I, if there was like a fourth character that was a combination between Richard Dreyfus mm-hmm. and like Quint, okay, I'm, I'm kind of there. Okay, you know, I'm not gonna call myself, you know, a, a an a Jerry expert. Sure, like like Richard Dreyfus is an expert on sharks, mm-hmm. but you know, I am not a fanatic mm. like Robert Shaw is with. Hunting and killing sharks. Yeah, you're not a you're not a geriatric. I'm not a geriatric. <laughs> Ger- geriatric, but I had to throw. It was too close to. Yeah. You know. So yeah. <laughs> Ger- Gerard Butler fanatics are now officially called Ger- geriatrics. Geriatrics. Ooh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Yes. Get these fucking geriatrics lined up. Hashtag geriatrics. <laughs> Jerry bait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. So. Um. I feel like my original question before we got on this tangent yeah was um oh i was gonna make the point that i do like to watch jerry yes butler. that's right i do like watching jerry yeah, <laughs> jerry watching yeah. jerry watching <laughs> i do like to do me some jerry watching sometimes <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna do you bird analogies yeah 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 um <laughs> <laughs> i mean either way i like that we're just treating him as like a specimen to be observed yeah you know? yeah yeah I'm, i think i also like watching him because i'm fascinated at how um i'm fascinated at how like popular he still is like just in in like the cultural like movie zeitgeist mm-hmm. like i mean his his movies that have come out that have not been like you know straight to dvd or like or vod movies They've been successful. Like, yeah. I mean, Den of Thieves like made money, and uh, I, I guess they're still coming out with a sequel to mm-hmm. it. That you know, it was announced like soon after, and also these movies as well. Yeah, um, Den of Jerry's. Den of Jerry's. Yeah. Whoa. That's damn. I wow. That's a fucking. What if he gets on like that Van Damme level of like egotism, where like he's, you know, decides the only worthy opponent. Is himself. is himself. He hasn't gone there yet. Yeah, I know. He's not gone there yet. Man, imagine. Okay, I'll go see that movie. When he gets to that point. But would, where, you, would you go see it if they were like, it's a remake of Time Cop? Yes. I probably would too. But yeah. I would, I would still like the Van Damme one better. Yeah. yeah. Well, Van Damme doesn't really fight himself yeah. in that movie. But no, they would change it so himself. that Jerry, yeah. Yeah, Jerry like would Like double impact, Jerry. double team, yeah. uh, you know, all that shit. Replicant. Yeah. Rep, yep. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, there's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of avenues to get to that point. I feel like, you know, it's it's probably a a short matter of time before Jerry, before we see a Jerry v. Jerry showdown. He had like he went the opposite way. It's like him and Matthew McConaughey were like the two dudes who were like doing all these romantic comedies like in the world. Oh, yeah. And then like Matthew McConaughey was just like, yeah, I need to actually like act yeah i need i need to do this and like switch gears and then jerry butler was just like i'm going hard into these like action movies Mm -hmm. you know um because i often think about like actors male actors who are in like action movies like if they end up like replacing a previous like actor like have they taken over the mantle of like a like a like a bruce willis do you know what i mean like is jerry butler our like you know bruce willis surrogate right now because like Dark times. <laughs> yeah. 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 
I think about is that why I like watching him? Because it's just like we no longer have a really good series anymore where there's, you know, uh, a New York cop who just wanted to come to vacation. Yeah. You know, just wanted to protect the president. Mm -hmm. Now we have a Scottish guy doing an American accent that sounds like he has cotton balls in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And While this, carrying around like, you know, 20% of his body water and like whiskey weight. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So the opening of this trailer has all these drones flying in to kill the president, seemingly kill the president. But it's clearly a setup to set up Mike Banning as the mastermind behind this. Uh, yeah, that scene is just so ridiculous to start it off. And I feel like it's a pretty good like pedigree for this movie in a way where it's just sort of like, yeah, this is this is as dumb as we're going to get. Yeah. Right start off with a scenario that, uh, you know, does not stand up to any scrutiny or logic at all. whatsoever. At all. There's so many things like first off, like all the drones come in, at least, you know, this is the way it's cut up in the trailer. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, yeah, stuff in the trailer that is even just the way it's cut is like kind of confusing. Yes. Because it's like the drones come in and like blow everything up. Right. And like the, at that point, uh, Jerry and the president are on a boat together. Right. And then the drones blow up a bunch of stuff. And then all of a sudden there's a different guy driving the boat with the president on it. And Gerard Butler's in a different boat. Yes. A speedboat. And yes. he's like trying to go after the president. Trying to get back to and the it's boat like, he was just on. What, yeah, yeah. Right. right. Like what, what happened here? Yeah. Uh, and then also, like, why would the drones blow up, like, all the helicopters and all the people standing on the shore instead of immediately just going for where the president Straight is? Straight for the first? president. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's true. You know, because then now they're, like, on the defensive, you know, right. and they're trying to prevent it. Like, when they first come in, though, they're caught totally off guard. Mm -hmm. If they just went straight for Jerry and the Prez, uh, it seems like they would have been successful. I can't remember if Morgan Freeman is in the rest of this trailer or not. I don't think he is, except we see his eyes open in a close. There's like a close up, you know, like really soft focus, uh -huh. like Whoa, I'm in a coming out of a coma, like <laughs> in a hospital bed, you know, kind of shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at some point, so he's got to be maybe still alive. I just yeah, want, well, oh yeah, because they, they also say attempted. Uh, there's an assassination oh, attempt. That's right. That's right. On the president, Jada Pinkett Smith. So. But ostensibly, he's in like a coma. Okay. Or something. That's why he can't tell everyone, like, no, Jerry's cool. Like, yeah. I like that dude. And in the last two minutes of the movie, he'll be like, it wasn't Mike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'll, he'll fight for 90 minutes just basically to bide time until the screenwriter decided, okay, he can wake up now and like make <laughs> everything okay. It's <laughs> really like, you know, it's, Gerard Butler's character, I don't expect to have any agency in actually like clearing up his name. Yeah. He's just going to be like, I don't know, murdering people until Morgan Freeman wakes up and says like, yo, it wasn't him. I don't know why he thought. Also, like if that guy, if him in his position wanted to assassinate the president, like he's standing on a boat next to him. He could just. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Like done. You're good. I'm out. You yeah. know, like I'm just going to drive off in this boat. I wonder if do you think this was like uh, the next logical step in I kind of hate myself for asking this question because I'm mm. actually trying to now think about this. Yeah, and it's working it out. Yeah, I'm wondering if like this was like a. Do you think this is like a logical next step for this series? Because mm. part of me feels like, yo man, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, just keep going more wild with the president being kidnapped again or something. Yeah, like I don't know. I mean, or make more things has fallen. 
Yeah, that's all you got to do. That's yeah. like, I'm sure that's written on a post-it note in the screenwriter's office. It's just a bunch of, it's like, it's like has fallen is written up and everyone's just like, <laughs> okay, everybody on the crew, just write your suggestions yeah. on this cue card and we're just going to put them up here and yeah. we're just going to sit here and be like, Jerry has fallen. And there's just a computer screen next to the words has fallen. So you can scroll through yeah. different texts and just put it. And then based on what has a nice ring, this is the story that they're making. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, no, they've always called it that. Yeah. <laughs> London's all- always been London. <laughs> <laughs> that movie could have had a better name. Yeah. I mean. London has fallen. Yeah. Cut to, I, I know. I, I guess. I mean, Olympus is cool. Olympus is fun. It's got a a Greek, you know, Greek gods, all that kind of stuff. You know, but like, I would imagine, though, that like code words for like British operations and stuff like that are probably not all that cool sounding. They're probably like, oh, Operation Chim Chim Cheerio. (laughs) But they would sound cool to Americans. No, it'd still sound lame. It wouldn't? No. Operation Tea Time. Be like, the tube has fallen. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, do you mean the underground? The cup of Earl, cup <laughs> yeah. of Earl Grey has fallen <laughs> over. Totally, that's probably what they call it. Yes. Earl Grey has fallen. Actually, damn, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, London. In in keeping with what it sounds like, the director of the second one was going for, which was he thought this was his like soapbox to do some sort of social commentary. Yeah, um, he probably he probably wanted that severity yes. to the title. Like, no man, no more codes. All right, like it's London. shit's real. Yeah. Fucking London, it's going down. Chicago has fallen. Yeah, I don't know. Would you trust Jerry Butler to save Chicago? God no. Oh my God no no no. <laughs> just your face, dude, right now. Yeah, I don't know, dude. He'd get to like Division Street and just feel like oh, I'm just gonna pop in for a pint, you know, and then like. You never see him again. Done. You never see him again. Done. Yeah. If the like, if there maybe oh maybe if the attacks are contained to like the north side, but if he yeah if he has to cross like Division Street or like get into the I don't know the River North area, good Ooh, God forbid. Yeah. He'll be at Lucky Strike Lanes all night. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. Getting boneless barbecue wings and fucking knocking strikes, throwing rocks all all evening. I think the trailer looks good, but I'm not so clear on what the story is. Mm -hmm. And that's what like bugs me about it because one and two are very clear cut. Yeah. President's in danger and we're just, it just is just going to be like an action movie through a building or a city. Yeah. They didn't really overcomplicate things. No. And I feel like this movie will try to like overcomplicate things a little bit for the sake of like angel has fallen. I mean, traditionally that is the role of part three of any yeah, that's film series is like okay we don't we don't really know where to go next <laughs> <laughs> and how to like a raise the stakes even higher than they were in the first two movies while also making this something of like a sort of satisfying conclusion to a whole yeah you know because like yeah i don't know three is sort of like you know the trilogy is just like where it's at unless you're really going for like franchise right you know nonsense but even franchises like beyond part three mm-hmm. you just watch the nightmare on elm street movies oh yeah know. oh once, yeah that's true once you even if you make it somehow they made it successfully through part three which usually isn't even you know you think about like you know spider-man three always jumps out as a perfect example of like what number three of any movie franchise looks like mm-hmm. um yeah, it's it's a rough place to be. So it sounds like they are actually 
in keeping with how completely unimaginative these movies are, they're even like walking into the most blatant, most like well-known and well-established tropey third film trap that exists. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which is kind of perfect for this series of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is to like let's make things complicated. Let's let's peel the onion back a little bit. And you're like, dude, there's no onion. Yeah, like you have you have like a piece of paper. You have a flat piece. Like when you peel it back, it's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. That's the layer of depth you're working. You know, you're not even a mile wide and an inch deep. You're an inch wide and an inch deep. So <laughs> just kind of stay in your lane. It's a very small lane, but stay in there. And it, it feels like they're doing some excavation work on this one, trying to clear out a larger swath of yeah. narrative property for themselves. And, um, you know, that never works. I feel like they're um, going to get so complicated that they're like, well, like, obviously they'd be fools not to leave some um, like pebbles on the ground, some debris on the ground mm-hmm. for like a another one. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. I mean... But like one and two never, uh, they're both like standalone movies, you know, so uh, it's not like, well, the villain might still be alive or something. But mm-hmm. I wonder if like they're going to do that with this movie, like, oh, it'll be the first movie to kind of like connect, you know, so maybe Danny Houston's character is. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like if they're Hans Gruber's little brother. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, is this get like personal for Mike Banning? Because. Well, Nick Nolte's his fucking dad, so we're getting yeah. pretty personal already. Yeah, we are. Which, which man, he looks like he is just like shaking in every shot. Like I don't know, he just looks like maybe he's, I don't know, sick or yeah. something, or just really old. I don't but, know. Like yeah, when they first show him come out, and he's like yeah. supposed to be this like old survivalist, you know? Right. He's gonna his character's existence and and I don't know badassery is going to give us some insight into how Jerry got the way that he is. That's such like a um, trope as well. Yeah. Oh like yeah. I even th- right now when I thought about how he looked when you were talking about how he walked in, because it honestly looks like the camera crew didn't even inform him that they were showing up to yeah. his house because <laughs> it's probably where he's living. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like even I in think a- that part's a documentary. actually. <laughs> yeah. It switches into like a Ken Burns type of you know yeah. situation where there's just talking heads. Mm-hmm. No one knew what happened to Nick. Yeah. <laughs> we were searching for him. <laughs> he comes out with a shotgun. Slow zoom on a still image. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I thought about the movie uh, Skyfall. Like when mm. you know Bond goes back home. Oh yeah. It's an old white guy with a white beard that has a shotgun. Yeah. That's like raised him. Mm-hmm. You know. Sean Connery. Yeah. They wanted it to be. They wanted but, it yeah. to be. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like they do. They do follow like a, a formula in this movie. That's you know boring and the only thing that gets kind of exciting about it is like oh nick nolte's his dad well yeah i kind of might want to see that train wreck yeah too you know yeah it's like the first shot of him it's like he's holding like a rifle or something yeah i mean it's seriously it looks like you know just he's got like the shakes the sh- or something yeah, like yeah. not you know this isn't like a character thing it right just looks like this is him like yeah he's just maybe old and infirm yeah and it's just like you know i started like feel bad it's like you know this this director just like wanted your name on this or something right so it was like they took this guy who i don't know sure probably wants to do this but anybody in their right mind should probably tell him like it's i'm sorry but it's just you know, probably shouldn't it's probably just not you know something you can do anymore yeah unfortunately yeah you know uh 
giving him some just friendly advice. Like, you might want to think this through. <laughs> but instead, they're just like, oh, okay, cool. Let's just pose him up over here. <laughs> and, like, knowing that he, like, doesn't look good on camera either. Yeah, like, right. And, you know, just in the part. Yeah. You know, that they're just like, no, man, we got Nick Nolte. It's great. And it's like, right. Man, just, like, just using this guy. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I'm extrapolating a lot right there. But that's, like, the vibe I get from it because it just looks... Yeah. He looks like an old man who, like, maybe isn't all there. Yeah. And, like, maybe isn't in a position to be making decisions totally for himself. You right. Know, in his own best interest. Yeah. And, like, like that's what I see on camera. Okay. You know? All <laughs> right. I see him show up and it's just, like... He could be just Makes doing me the, feel gross. Yeah. He could just be doing the best acting... Maybe, Ever. yeah, he m- might be great. I mean, he yeah. is Nick Nolte. Yep, but who knows? Or he's just like, fuck it, I'll have a good time. These idiots are going to pay me a ton of money. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, to show up for like two days and like give a couple one-liners and yeah. fucking berate Jerry. Yeah, play his dad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That I, scene where he's I just... I sired Jerry. <laughs> that scene where like they meet they meet again for, I guess, mm-hmm. what, the first time in a couple years? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, and Gerard it delivers hashtag exposition. Yes. Dad. Dad. <laughs> like, who, oh, like who I would could, ever say that? I couldn't put that together <laughs> right, myself. Like, come on. You know, give oh, the God. audience a little credit. Jesus. Like, you may as well fucking look into the camera while saying that fucking line. Yeah. You know, seriously. Like, just have, that's my dad. You know. Um, Do your, have your Burt Reynolds smoking the bandit moment. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> look at a camera, tip your hat, and be like, that's my father. Also, I mean, Jerry Butler in this movie as Mike Banning has done fairly well for himself. I mean, Secret Service agent, high-ranking, you know. He's just about to get promoted. Just yeah, person director. in the government. And, you know, Nick Nolte seems like the guy who, you know, is uh, all for his, you know, right to bear arms. Yeah. Right? So I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't really know why, like, they've been, like, estranged. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, I it it seems like Nick Nolte would be proud of the trajectory of Mike Banning's life. Mm-hmm. Why is he living in the fucking woods? Yeah. Other than just to be well, maybe the his... caricature of my dad who I haven't talked to and has been living in the woods. So, right. You know, maybe he's like a total fucking like anarchist or something like that. who like doesn't like the government and, you know, wants to live off the grid and all this shit. Yeah. And then his son works, you know, protecting the pre- the head of everything that he hates. Right. You know, that's, yeah, that's a pretty easy dynamic to write into what we see from there. That's like, oh, sure. Yeah, that's a real boring and unimaginable way of covering, yeah. you know, basically making this, what is this, obviously just a, a decision made out of narrative convenience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, and, you know, not quite stunt casting, but just like, hey, how can we get, like, a name in here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is, like, Nick Nolte even, like, that much of a name anymore even, you know? It's like, I mean, it's someone recognizable at yeah, least. Yeah, you know. Still, yeah, I'm like, he was I, cool. I wasn't like, oh, wow, Nick Nolte, damn. I mean, I didn't have how that did reaction, yeah. but I was like, wow, Nick Nolte? Like, oh, man, yeah. you know? Uh, I don't know. When when he shows up in movies, like, I... I I like. I think I. I think he has the Jerry effect. Mm-hmm. Is that I'd like to watch him. <laughs> so maybe he's the perfect Jerry dad. Maybe he is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they both kind of sound the same. Yeah. The original geriatric. The original geriatric. Ooh. Who's also geriatric. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. Yes. Damn. Um, what if? What if Jerry's dad? What if Nick Nolte is the mastermind mm. of the attack on 
the president. Oh, and he framed his son for attempting the assassination of the president, knowing that he would finally get himself in a situation that he couldn't handle on his own, and he would be forced to come back to see his father so that they could reconnect yes. and bond and f- as father and son. No, I'm thinking fight to the death. Oh, you think he wants to kill his son? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking, I was thinking something much more fucking heartwarming. I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> you get like a... You get, it's like one of those movies where like there's an older actor, but for some reason he can still do like a backflip on right. a chair. Oh and, like, yeah, there's just this like elaborate fight, and it's just like bare knuckle boxing match pretty to the much. death. Like yeah. yeah, like like Jerry finally like kills all of the bad guys that are like trying to invade his father's compound. It starts raining at some point, of course. Yeah, and he like turns a corner and like finds himself in this like giant mud pit and just like rain pouring, and there's just yeah. like a shirtless old Nick Nolte standing at the other end, just like waiting for him, and he's like, come on. Son, yeah, it's time to do this. Do you think? Uh, do you think Jerry Butler dies at the end of this movie? Oh, Jerry dies at the end. Do you think the angel mm. falls? Do you think the angel ascends? Ooh, dude, that's number four right there. Angel has ascended. Angel has ascended. It's just him dying. Yeah, that would be if he just died, like excuse me, him scene. sacrificing himself. Sure, martyrdom. Yeah, there you go. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's his like ascension. It's basically like uh, Dante's Paradiso. Oh yeah. But told through my like he dies in the opening scene, and then it's just like we basically take the same journey as you yes. know, like Virgil, yes, <laughs> Dante through through paradise. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Maybe he's just maybe number four is just he just has to protect Jesus. Hmm. I mean, just oh, go for man. it. Just fucking. Damn. Could you imagine? Like, this is God's country. After no, you all, know what? if you were, yeah, <laughs> if, if Jesus, if no. God were going to recruit a bodyguard for his kid, he'd be a fucking American. You know that. Yeah. He, I, I can, I or, can, or a Scottish guy. Yeah. <laughs> Pretend, just pretending to be an American. Not yeah. even that well, but enough to fool God because he's not good at accents. Uh, you know, interesting trivia there. Oh, Jerry Butler? No, uh, God. Did not know that. Yeah. Did not. He's not that. good at differentiating. He's like, hey, he sounds American, right? Yeah. And everyone's like, no. <laughs> but God's like, I don't know. I'm going to go with my gut on this one, you know? Opening of four, Jerry gets taken out, sacrifices himself, protecting the first lady of the United States. Yeah. And Madam uh, President. first Madam President. Sorry. Yeah. And then, you know, he's at the pearly gates. You know, maybe Michael, the archangel, meets him, mm-hmm. says, what's up? Yep. How's it going? Welcome, you know, and then has a meeting with God and says, you know, I need you to protect my only son. Yeah. Right. We're all the same person. So whatever. Yeah. And because basically Lucifer has officially declared war and he's coming after me. Yeah. He's yeah. He's done with this Cold War shit. He is. It's he's happening. Done. He's yeah. done with the long game. Yeah. He, th- he threw down the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've fucked with you know your children on Earth mm-hmm. for too long. <laughs> Coming for the big man, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so now, yeah, Jerry's got to protect his son while God fights Lucifer. Uh, I think Jerry fights Lucifer. He's just gonna send Jerry. I after. think. He's I like, think. I'm that's, not even gonna get my hands dirty. With I this think that's one. what yeah. it is. I think. I think the devil sends uh, his you know minions yeah. into <clears throat> the White House. Mm-hmm. And right, this is the doorway to God. Doorway yeah. to God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically subdues Jesus in some way. Mm-hmm. I'm holding, thinking headlock, holding him. Ho- yeah, headlock. Like yeah, yeah. 
sleeper hold holding comes him up from behind holding him like, shh, 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 yes you know yeah. thing they knock him out um like the arm flex one where it's like you just oh yeah you just hold it. him yeah. right in there yeah, yeah. right in there yeah, and yeah, you yeah. just whisper yeah go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep yeah and uh oh maybe it's maybe it's when jerry gets to the pearly gates he doesn't get entered in so they put him in purgatory mm. because he hasn't done nice things he has killed people yeah. Despite it being, you know, for protecting. Mm-hmm. But he's got to wait while they do like a case review. Yeah. 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 And in the middle of this case review, you know, while they're figuring shit out, this is what goes down. Mm. Okay. And then, you know, someone has a bright idea of like, maybe we should let this guy out. He did, yeah. some, he did some good work down on Earth. Mm. Or, you know, like let's put him in a situation maybe where he's not as adept, where he can't maybe put his known skill set to use and he has to learn and adapt. Uh, adapt, improvise, and overcome. Uh, like in heaven, like in, in purgatory. purgatory. He's still, yeah, so does he like forget saying, all his training? So then? he he ends up in no. He's got all of his training, but in order to get into heaven, yeah, he has to go through this sort of like Kafka esque bureaucracy oh. to like you know it, like get the appropriate like forms filed and stuff like that, yeah. and like sort of outthink the already sort of kind of completely cyclical process that he's engaged in. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's eternity. They've literally got all the time in the world. Right. They're not, nobody's in any rush to get this stuff done for him. So they'll just keep him in these endless loops, but he's got to outthink them and, uh, you know, figure out how to sort of work the system back against itself Hmm. and trick it and get up into heaven. I'm looking for like some action beats within all this because there's got to be a, you know, Mm -mm. Nothing. He tries that, but then it's like, dude, this is fucking the afterlife, okay? Like, yeah. you can't really kill people here. But can you? kind of. I mean, you could beat them up and stuff, but yeah. I feel like they've probably got some sort of law enforcement that has otherworldly abilities. Yeah. And you're probably going to end up, you know, now with even, uh, you know, a, a permanent red ink stain on your record that you're already trying to get passed through to get in, up into heaven. So that's not going to work out for you. Yeah. Man. Maybe completely just undoes heaven. Exactly. Yeah. Black is white. Just yeah. Maybe just that's the, maybe that's his workaround. Yeah. You know, if I can't get up there, then I'm going to bring it down to my level. Damn. Yeah. So I was really hoping for a showdown between him and the devil. Yeah, I don't. Jerry and the devil. You know, I just don't think the world offers us those kinds of delights anymore. Now I'm, that I'm trying to go just like a waiting room. I'm trying to go like full Flash Gordon with it. Like yeah. I just want to see some <laughs> real dumb shit. Jerry fight the devil. Jerry fight the devil. Yeah, maybe End of Days 2, starring Jerry Butler. Yeah. End of Days 2, Jerry Fight the Devil. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, again, would see. 100% would see that. There's a lot of movies out there that I need to make for my own personal amusement. (laughs) Yeah. Very time-consuming. The uh, cost-benefit, you know, the amount of time spent making Jerry fight the devil and then the (laughs) amount of time I would actually be able to spend enjoying it. Because after making it also, I'm never going to enjoy it. Yeah. I'm just going to look at it and be like, fucking, I spent a year and a half on this fucking movie. I think after this conversation, I really want to work with Gerard Butler. I don't think it's difficult. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, but. I, mean, I think I've, I think if I, I think if I came up with a pretty rad concept, yeah, you know, I feel like if you showed up at his house and like just laid a trail of kibble from like the door out to the sidewalk, <laughs> you'd at least get a meeting. <laughs> That's harsh, bro. That's harsh right there. 
you you officially <laughs> shots fired. You know what I mean? Like oh, that's that's <laughs> that's finally, the one. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's at right. least from yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. The most nonsensical insult of them all. Pretty is much. The one that, I yeah. mean, that would push his buttons. Cause he'd be like, Kibble, I don't, I don't need that shit. I don't need that shit. <laughs> um, this movie comes out August twenty third, mm-hmm. Friday, August twenty third. Yeah. So mark your calendars to avoid the theater. <laughs> so you don't accidentally walk in and see any of this. Um, if you haven't listened to our last week's episode, it was on Ready or Not, yeah. which actually comes out that August 21st, which is that Wednesday, yes. and then August 23rd is... It was a um, tight 40 minutes on Ready or Not. Yeah, it was nice. tight. I like that. So I get the feeling this this episode in the editing will be our most artistic. Mm. You know, It will yeah. truly be that Angel Has Fallen is an umbrella to the conversation we're having. Yeah, <laughs> to, to, to all the... the Geriatricisms. Yes. Yeah. All the Jerry talk. <laughs> the geriac geriatricities. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Later. Peace.